Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. From the moment you learn you're pregnant, you're encouraged to stay healthy by eating right and working out. Prenatal yoga is one type of exercise that increases your strength and flexibility, even as your body experiences dramatic changes. I'm Jolie Cash, founder of Nature's Whisper School of Yoga, the home of Hot Mama Yoga. Today, we'll learn how prenatal yoga can help your mind, body, and spirit throughout the next nine months. This is Preggy Pals, episode 37. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant and I have to exercise. What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? <laughs> Gotta make these pants fit. I've got kinkles. What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Sunny Galt. Have you heard about the Preggy Pals Club? This is our exclusive membership club for all of our loyal listeners. You get all of our archived episodes, plus bonus material after every new show, and special giveaways and discounts. Visit our website, preggypals.com, for more information. And today, we are announcing our new partnership with Pregnancy Magazine. Pregnancy Magazine has been a trusted source for pregnancy information for years, and now you can get a free one-year subscription when you become a member of the Preggy Pals Club. You can visit our website for more information and check out the latest issue of Pregnancy Magazine to see our full-page ad. Okay, so let's introduce our panelists here in the studio. As you guys know, we're talking about prenatal yoga today. And so some of our panelists are pregnant. Actually, we have one panelist that's pregnant and two panelists that had their babies but have experience with prenatal yoga. So let's toss it to our token pregnant mama, Rachel. Uh, My name is Rachel Adams-Gonzalez. I am a product consultant for doTERRA Essential Oils. Um, I am 29, and I am due, well, I'm 27 weeks now. I'm due at the beginning of April, and I have a son who is going to be three in a few months, and we are planning a home birth. Okay, and any experience with prenatal yoga? Um, I did do prenatal yoga when I was pregnant with my son. This time, um, I've had a hard time finding time to do it. My husband travels quite a bit, so um, I haven't been able to find somebody to watch my child so that I can do it, other than the little bit at home I do before I go to bed. (laughs) Okay, nice. Okay. My name is Marita Hoyla. I'm 31. I stay home with (laughs) my youngest one. He's Aiden. He is almost seven months, and I have an older one that's 12. Okay, and joining us over the phone is Christine Stewart-Fitzgerald. She has been a panelist on our show in the past. So hello, Christine. Hi there. Yes, so uh, let's see, I guess uh, I should tell you, I just recently had my birthday, so now I'm the big 41. (laughs) Congratulations. uh, (laughs) Right now, yeah. Staying, staying, I'm a stay-at-home mom right now. Uh, my baby girl, she was just born uh, two months ago um, as a an unmedicated VBAC. 
Um, and then I also have um, twin identical girls who are three years old, and they love their baby sister. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you guys for joining us today. Okay, we are going to kick off today's show with some unbelievable pregnancy headlines making rounds around the internet. And I love this one. You guys have probably seen it. There is a baby photo that is going viral. There's a couple. I believe they're out of Arizona. Yeah, Phoenix, I believe. And the mom is a photographer. She had to have a scheduled C-section. I believe she has three other kids, but this wasn't her first pregnancy. And um, her husband snapped this photo of their baby, a little girl who they've since named Nevaeh, which is heaven backwards, um, reaching out to the doctor as he's pulling the baby out from surgery. And the headline is, most polite baby ever shakes doctor's hand from womb. The bar has been set, folks. Oh, which I thought was so cute. This is from Yahoo Shine. Yeah, such a cute photo. It's kind of getting mixed reviews, but I think most people really like it. What do you think, Rachel? Yeah, I think it's, uh, well, I mean, it's a really beautiful photo, but my son actually grabbed the midwife's hand when he was coming out because he his arm came out. So um, it just reminded me of his birth. Yeah. And you had a vaginal birth. I did. I okay. had um, an unmedicated water birth. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. Jolie, what do you think? I think it's amazing because it shows how babies, even from the very beginning stages, need touch. Yeah. And so it really does give proof to skin on skin and baby mm-hmm. wearing that the baby actually right away was like, I want to touch you. Yeah. I think it's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, when I first saw the picture, I actually had a little tear. Oh, because yeah. I had two C-sections. Um, I mean, they were both emergency C-sections. And, um, you know, it's it's a different type of birth. It is. And it kind of just gives, um, you know, that that feeling that every birth is different and every baby, like Jolie said, needs touch and needs love. And that's why they came here is for us to care for them. Yeah. And um, whether you're, you know, you're a doctor, you're a caregiver, you're a parent, um, every kid needs that, you know, special care. And so it kind of gives it that sense of, um, I'm here, take care of me. <laughs> and in return, you know, of course, we wish that our kids would take care of us more <laughs> older. <laughs> That's the plan, right? Yes. <laughs> Christine, what do you think about the photo? You know, I have to say, I mean, when I saw it, I'd go, wow. I mean, it just, it, to me, it, it shows that the babies have such just a consciousness and awareness of, you know, the outside world and, you know, what's going on around them. And, you know, I'll just say, with, with, since I have twins, especially, I'm always interested in how they're, you know, they're, they're learning, you know, they're, they know about each other inside the womb and um, have this kind of, you know, awareness. So to me, it's just like, wow, you know, these, these babies, they, they're not just little, you know, blobs. I mean, they already have, you know, these personalities and awareness and they want, like, you know, like others have said, it's like they want to bond, you know, with us. So yeah, it's just, um, it's amazing. It really amazes me. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll post the picture on our website if you guys want to check out the link. And of course, if you want more great pregnancy headlines, you can visit the Preggy Pals Pinterest board. Thank you, ladies, for the conversation. 
Today we are launching a new series here on Preggy Pals focusing on prenatal exercises. And in today's episode, we're learning all about prenatal yoga. Jolie Cash is a prenatal yoga instructor. She's also the founder of Nature's Whisper School of Yoga here in San Diego. Jolie, welcome to Preggy Pals. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we do have a little baby here in the studio. So if you if you hear him, that's totally fine. He was eating a little earlier, and so he's going to be joining us for our conversation. Okay, so Jolie, let's uh, dive in here. How does prenatal yoga differ from regular yoga? You know, there's not much difference in the yoga practice itself, except that the way that the women come to it is emotionally a lot different. And then there is a lot of difference uh, in the way that we move the body because there's certain things that you can't do. Okay. There's a lot of contraindications that, okay. you know, things like twist and laying on your belly, some some pretty basic, simple ones. Right. But there's a big, big difference, which I'd like to get into maybe a little bit later as far as pelvic stabilities that you're not going to find in a regular yoga class. Okay. Okay. And do you modify it at all for the individual students? Because as you know, when we go through pregnancy, sometimes some women are a little more flexible or they can do some other things, whereas other women may not be able to do so. You know, in all yoga practices you're going to modify okay and so we absolutely do modify and then with pregnancy there's the hormone relaxin which comes in to actually help with birth so that is a really big factor in prenatal yoga because somebody that comes in is like oh I'm not very flexible I don't think that I can do yoga very well which is really everybody can do yoga really well but when they do come in they think oh I'm not really flexible and then all of a sudden they bend over and they're like "Woo, I'm very flexible today like what? what's happening and it, it, it's from relaxing in the body so we do actually have women back off more than we have them work into their flexibility okay and I know you're the home of hot mama yoga yes. so tell hot me about yoga. that what is that yeah. Hot Mama Yoga came about um, kind of in a funny way because I've been teaching prenatal yoga. And I thought, you know, we need something that's going to really get people interested. Because when you come to a prenatal yoga class, a lot of women thought, you know, prenatal is really boring because they kind of just sit there and look over their shoulder and breathe. Yeah. And then come to center and breathe. And the equivalent of birth, they say, is like running a marathon. Right. And so you're not going to just learn your breathing techniques if you're going to go run a marathon. You're going to train your body and you're going to get ready for it. And you're going to strengthen your legs and you're, you're going to strengthen parts of your body that you wouldn't ever imagine. Like I remember my sister saying that her arms hurt after birth. And I thought, your arms? Why do your arms hurt? Yeah. Well, she didn't have the strength in her arms to really use them to pull mm. against whatever she was pulling against, whether it was her partner or the bed, okay. uh, to birth her baby. Yeah. So in the classes, do you focus more on the muscles that women would be using in in labor and delivery? We do a lot of focus in Hot Mama Yoga on pelvic stability. And so we're focusing on ligaments quite a bit because your ligaments are very soft. And so we're focusing on the muscles around the pelvis. Okay. Um, Two things that I think set Hot Mama Yoga apart from any other prenatal class, and that is what I'm talking about, pelvic stability. Um, So we focus on the muscles that are going to keep the pelvis stable when the ligaments get soft, because especially after birth, they're going to need those muscles to be strong, because as you know, after birth, the pelvis needs to come back into play Mm -hmm. where it's used to being, and so those muscles need to be strong to hold that while the ligaments come back into their positioning as well. The second thing I think that sets Hot Mama Yoga apart from prenatal yoga is that we work with sound. In yoga, there's a main energy channel in the body called the Sushumna, and it runs from the perineum or the root of the body to the crown of the head. And so in that energy center in the body, 
we work on bringing that alive with a pregnant woman. You hear women say in birth all the time, oh, I felt like a wild animal and I wanted to roar. Or, or they <laughs> right. did roar and they were like, oh my gosh, I just roared. Like, whoa. <laughs> you know, when they're birthing, these sounds come out of them. And so I like them to be comfortable with that because I've heard women in the hospital say like, oh, I can't. I have to be quiet. You know, well, you don't right. have to be quiet. That's actually activating your body to help the pelvis open. So the perineum is connected to the palate. So if you can get those sounds to come out, then the pelvis is going to be a lot more energetically willing to open. So we work a lot with sound. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to get some feedback from the panelists here in the studio to talk a little bit more about your experience with prenatal yoga. Rachel, I know that you have done this in the past. So what was your experience with prenatal yoga? Um, my experience was more a little bit what you're not doing it sounds like just the like breathing and whatever and relaxation and I really appreciated that it made me take the time to think about birth and being pregnant and my baby and how my life was changing for that moment that everything else had to go away but I don't think that the prenatal yoga that I did a few years ago physically prepared me for birth Well, and not to be mistaken that in the hot mama yoga classes, we most definitely go inward. There's a lot of meditation. There's a lot of visualization. There's a ton of breath. And one of the things I tell women in their birth experience or as they're, you know, planning their birth experience is don't get attached to your breath. You know, you'll be told to breathe certain ways in in birth preparation classes. I'll teach you certain ways to breathe in yoga, but not to be attached to that certain breath and that um, to, to really come into their own breath. And when they're birthing, have that be what they're experiencing is their breath. So we do do a lot of that. I mean, there's a lot of meditation. There's a lot of stillness. We have affirmations, you know. Right. Um, Christine, why don't you share a little bit about your experience with prenatal yoga? Sure, absolutely. So with my with my twin, twin pregnancy, um, the hospital where I delivered um, did offer quite a few classes, including uh, prenatal yoga. And I thought, okay, you know, and I'll, and I'll do that. Um, so I did it, um, you know, I think there's probably like, you know, 10, 12 sessions. And I think for me, you know, the, the biggest benefit um, was just keeping me really, um, I, I say, balanced um, throughout the pregnancy. I mean, with the twin pregnancy, it's, you know, um, you know I just felt really large and, um, you know, things got pretty uncomfortable towards the end. But I, so I think for me, the 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 uh, yoga, the prenatal yoga helped me to stay um, balanced and also just really aware of my body. Um, and I think that helped within, you know, the birth experience of just, you know, helping me um, be aware of my position, my posture, so that when I, I did an unmedicated um, labor with my twins as well, so I could, um, you know, just really think about, okay, am I, am I sitting up? Am I opening my pelvis? Um, and, you know, be aware of that. And, you know, and also mentioning kind of the, the verbal, um, the sound of labor. And, um, you know, I know I definitely was really, you know, loud and, you know, using those very deep guttural, you know, like I'm using, um, you know, like, like belly breathing and really low roaring, <laughs> a lot of that. So I could totally relate to that. And I think it, it just helped, you know, kind of get into that just, um, I mean, we didn't do exercises, but I'll just say I think I would have liked to have done more because that was definitely part of my birth experience. I feel like uh, women come to their birth, not so much now, but in in the past few years, 
less empowered than we really are capable of. And mm-hmm. so I'm so happy to see that women are becoming more empowered in their birth. They're, they're getting themselves more educated. They're doing more practices. And so when she says she used those sounds, it makes me feel really great because she was really comfortable and felt empowered to do that. A lot of women will hold that in in their birth experience because they feel like they're doing something they shouldn't. And so that's really where it came from. You know, I know women make these sounds on their own. They, right. I've, I've been a doula for years. They just, they do it on their own, whether they want to or not. Yeah. My vision is to get them comfortable with it. Okay. So, and to see the women in class, you know, open their mouth halfway and make a sound, look around, like, is anyone watching me? <laughs> Imagine if their yoni was opening, you know, their their body was opening yeah. to birth a baby and yeah. they were having to think like that. They wouldn't right. be as uninhibited. Right. Jolie, it would be so interesting to be a fly on the wall when these women are in there doing, or, or maybe even a neighbor. Do you have any close neighbor <laughs> businesses oh, here? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we have. What is going we, on in there? <laughs> I see because I stand by the window. Sometimes I see people looking up, like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> you know, interesting about the husband factor. I encourage women to bring their partners to okay. class, and and when they, when we do this, I have them turn to face each other to get the partner comfortable with it. And I do encourage them to go home and teach their partners how to do the sounds with them. Okay, because it really can. When when a woman loses her focus in birth. The sounds that they learn in prenatal, the partner can actually bring them back into it by keeping the sound going. Right. Even when she has to take a breath and the partner stays with the with the sound, it can bring them back into the, their experience of it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Will prenatal yoga, or can it, I guess, induce labor? Not when the baby's not ready. Okay. When a baby's ready, the baby comes. Right. I know a lot of other tricks that can help induce labor. <laughs> Are we going back to the partner thing here? We're going back to the partner thing. Well, I don't know. There's some self stuff too, you know. <laughs> right. Um, I do not believe that prenatal yoga can uh, induce labor. I do believe that a vigorous yoga practice could bring a baby on sooner uh, in a late term pregnancy. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. And there are some contraindications that I'm sure we'll get into later. Okay. Now, I know there are prenatal yoga videos out there. What makes going to a class perhaps a better option than just doing something like a video on your own? There's a couple things. The first thing would be your instruction, your basic stuff, like your instruction. You have somebody to share with you for your particular body. Oh, that might not work because of, you know, maybe your hip needs a little bit of this adjustment or maybe you could lean a little bit that way and get more effective in the pose. Um, But most importantly, the camaraderie, meeting with other women and listening to the fact that, oh, you have gas too? Oh, God, I thought it was just me. You know, or it sounds like an upset of Preggy Pals. We talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah. You know, the things that some women are not aware of that happen in pregnancy, you know, I mean, these, you know, especially younger girls that haven't had the chance to talk about pregnancy with their girlfriends yet. Maybe their friends haven't had babies yet. Yeah. Um, But to, to have them in their together and the emotional support that right. they're not alone they're hormonal and their partner thinks they're crazy and they just want to like you know <laughs> they want a divorce exactly <laughs> all right well when we come back we're going to talk about when you should start taking prenatal yoga classes and what typically happens during each class we'll be right back Okay, welcome back. Today we are talking about prenatal yoga, and our special expert is Jolie Cash. She is the founder of Nature's Whisper Yoga School of Yoga right here in San Diego. Okay, so Jolie, um, let's talk a little bit about these about the classes, okay? When should women start taking a prenatal yoga class? My belief is that a woman should start taking a prenatal yoga class as soon as she thinks that she's pregnant, or it may be as soon as she finds out that she's definitely pregnant. 
Uh, it's really important for them to uh, work with some of the accommodations that are made in a prenatal yoga class because there's certain simple things like in the very beginning stages of pregnancy, a woman should not do deep abdominal twist. And so in that, there's a lot of twisting that happens in yoga. So if they haven't done exercise before or rather yoga before, um, they're perfectly fine to start, at least in my classes. But they most definitely should come in in the very beginning and start in a very light, gentle way. And they should let their practitioner know that they are, um, or rather their yoga teacher, that they have never done yoga before so that that yoga teacher can share with them ways of backing off. It's because I know a lot of women think, okay, I'm pregnant now. I need to start exercising. Is there a danger? You know, if you're going to a class, hopefully there's an instructor that, like you said, can kind of guide you through this. But if you're starting with absolutely zero exercise experience, can you go to a prenatal class? And as long as the instructor is guiding you, be safe. I do believe that you can. Okay. And I do believe that it's the responsibility of the yoga instructors to share with them ways of backing off. Okay. Because there's certain things that we do in a yoga class that can, well, there's a lot of things we do in yoga class that prepare them for birth. Okay. Um, You don't, according to practitioners, midwives and doctors, you don't want to start anything that you haven't done before your pregnancy. Uh But I think that... Prenatal yoga is different. Okay. Well, I know I know prenatal yoga is different. <laughs> well, let's talk about a class and what happens within the class. Mm-hmm. Can you benefit from just going to one prenatal class, or is it like a series of classes before you really start to see the benefits? I think mentally you can uh, benefit from being in one class. Okay. I think physically, absolutely not. I would say one time a week would be the minimum. Three times a week is great. As many times as you can a week would be better. I like the idea of giving the body one day of rest. Okay. Uh, so... I believe the longer you go through your pregnancy, the earlier you start, the more benefit that you're going to see, okay. for sure, physically in the body, most definitely. Okay. So walk us through a class. What okay. Typically happens. So what happens in a class, I like to check in with the mommies. Mm-hmm. I like to get them all to kind of connect and see where they are in their pregnancy so they can look over and see who might be in their next mommy group. <laughs> you know, oh, you're 23 weeks, so am I. Yeah. Um, little bit of, you know, talking and giggling. Um, I always like to get on one little soapbox each class. And so I like to share things that are out of the realm of prenatal yoga. So, for instance, I might talk about um, placenta encapsulation or something that makes them go, huh? <laughs> that makes them think about doing a little bit of research for their pregnancy. Okay. And then we'll start by warming the body. We do some side stretches. Some, we do upper body twist. The side stretches are going to create space between the hips and the rib cage, which gives more room for breath. Because come birthday, they're going to need more space for breath um, when it comes time for pushing. Then we'll do a gentle warm-up uh, of the body in a more active way for sun salutation. From the sun salutations, they're very gentle. There's definitely accommodations, no abdominals used. And then from there, we'll move into standing postures. And then standing postures lead us to strengthening the legs, um, creating stronger arms, opening the neck. And then uh, we'll move to the floor. We do back arches. We do uh, most definitely hip openers. We do a pose called pigeon pose, which is about stabilizing the sacrum and opening the hips, the knees. Um, from there, we'll do a nice restorative posture. We'll lay them onto a bolster, open their hips. Um, we do a lot of hip lubricating postures where we're going to circle the, the leg around. Okay. And then uh, some of the other things we do before we come to the ground are the sound. We work in deep squats, um, not all the way down into deep squats, but like half squats. Okay. And we do these sounds, the sound of ohm, the sound mm-hmm. of ah, the sound of wow, opening the mouth really wide, getting the hips and the, the jaw connected physically, just like we connect the perineum and palate through the sound. We connect the body physically through opening the mouth 
and uh, getting the jaw nice and relaxed, that, that connects to the hip. Okay. We also will do some hip circles, which uh, come from like belly dancing. Belly dancing was actually invented for the pregnant woman. And then the men saw it and like, wow, that's really beautiful. And it became men's entertainment. So we do similar little hip circles that um, look kind of like belly dancing. And that's also for pelvic stability. Okay. And then it kind of varies throughout a class. Like we do different things each time. But mostly there's strengthening, there's breathing, there's relaxing. And then the very end, we do have the Shavasana at all times. We always have a Shavasana that's at least 12 minutes. What is that? Shavasana is the final relaxation posture where they lay and do absolutely nothing but breathe feel their baby and a lot of times mommy sleep <laughs> they're so say, tired you have to they wake them walk. up <laughs> sometimes i do but it's a very gentle way of waking them up <laughs> okay so how long is the class total a class is about hour and 15 minutes at least at our studio okay um, they can run shorter you can do a shorter version if you would like okay. um, most definitely I'd love more time it'd be right. great to go longer right. but I think in the confines of what we have in our culture right now an hour and 15 is a really great timing to do that okay and what should women be looking for in a prenatal yoga class so they hear this episode they're like oh I'd like to give this a try um, how do you separate the good studios from the better studios let's just say um, I like how you place that, the good from the better, <laughs> right. because I think all yoga is good, no yeah. matter what. Um, I believe that you want to have a studio who is employing certified, and by certified, I don't mean they have to have any certain certification, but well-trained, well-studied, passionate teachers. Is there a certification for prenatal yoga as opposed to regular yoga? There are certifications for prenatal yoga, but there is not really one organization in the United States that um, that... I can really prove to be um, following up on credentials, okay. which I think is what's so important. Um, how much do classes typically cost? Can you give us a ballpark? You know, there's classes that you can get into for uh, $15. Um, some studios charge extra. They'll charge, you know, an extra $5 if you do a prenatal class because they do consider it to be a specialty class. Mm -hmm. um, classes at my studio are 17 for drop-in, but you can always get specials by the more you commit in a studio financially, the, the cheaper your class is going to be. Right. So, like, for instance, you could do a 10-class card, and it'll take your price down to $13. Right. You could do a monthly unlimited, and you could get your class as low as $8. Right. So okay. it, it's all about the commitment. One of the things, one of the benefits of taking a class with you is the babysitting feature. <laughs> yes. And that, I think that's fantastic because I'm assuming a lot of moms that go to your studio um, already have children. And and that's, yeah. a, that's a deterrent for us because, you know, I'm a mom of two. It's very tough for me to get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> but um, tell us a little bit more about that and your decision to offer you know sitting services okay so a lot of moms were saying you know I really want to come to yoga but I've got this two-year-old and it was a real bummer for me because I felt like these women were at home yearning to make a change in their body and their life and they couldn't because they were a mom and that just didn't feel very empowering to me and so here I am was working at one of the top clubs in San Diego and I thought you know it's so easy for the mom to drop their child and then go to yoga and the child's in the same space so when I found the studio space I thought you know how great would it be to have the child in this very next room that they can do yoga so really it was about empowering the mom okay let's talk to the panelists a little bit more um what would you ladies say to a mama who is considering taking prenatal yoga i have to say i think it's just a great way to really enhance that mind body connection so i mean even if someone's not you know physically thinking about exercise and starting something new 
I mean, I think it's just a great way of really, I mean, connecting with the baby, connecting with just, you know, your your own body and just how it feels and, you know, like others have said, just being comfortable with the whole verbalizations. So even if someone didn't want to commit to, say, going, you know, every week, I think even just trying a few sessions would be a great benefit. Okay, thank you. And Maritas, any last thoughts? Well, um, I think the community at Nature's Whisper is really awesome. It's really great. Not just, you know, for... Um, the mamas, but for partners too. I've been to class where um, a dad has come and it was really sweet for them to practice together. Um, Also for, I mean, I had C-sections with my babies and you know, we're so busy in our lives, whether you're a first time mom, second time, third time mom. And it was time for me to connect with my baby. So whether, you know, I, I, you know, I had a C-section or not, it was just a great time to connect with my baby and um, I remember Julie had a class one time and asked you know how often have you connected with your baby and I remember oh my gosh this is the first time in like you know since my last class I've been here and so um so it's great you know you you know for that but there's so many benefits of it that you know we can spend all day here talking about it (laughs) (laughs) all right well ladies thank you so much and Jolie thank you for joining us thank you for having me ladies being here in the studio and baby Aiden you seem so happy you're (laughs) such a talker thank you for being part of our conversation baby Aiden (laughs) And Christine, thank you for joining us as well. This conversation continues for members of our Preggy Pals Club. After the show, Jolie will walk us through one of the most popular prenatal yoga poses. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we wrap with today's show, here is Jeanette McCulloch with some of the best online pregnancy resources. Hello, Peggy Pals. I'm Jeanette McCulloch of Birthswell. We at Birthswell believe that you, as a mother, will make the right decisions for your pregnancy and birth when you have access to evidence-based information and a strong support system. That's why I'm here to share with you new media tools to find the information that's right for you. Today, I'm going to talk about a serious topic, but it deserves our attention. Most of us have heard of postpartum depression, but what we are learning is that mothers can be affected with a mood disorder at any time during childbearing and can include not just depression, but also OCD, anxiety, and in very rare cases, psychosis. About 15 to 20% of all mothers and mothers-to-be experience some type of perinatal mood or anxiety disorder. If you or someone you know is struggling beyond the normal ups and downs of pregnancy or time after birth, the website Postpartum Progress is a rock-solid peer-to-peer resource. The site was created by mom Catherine Stone after her own struggles with postpartum OCD. Here you'll find information written in what she calls plain mama English, meaning no medicalese is spoken here. There's a comprehensive list of symptoms, including warning signs for when you need to seek immediate help. 
you'll also find information on treatment options, including those that are compatible with breastfeeding. Dads and partners, if you are listening, there's a section here just for you, too. Most importantly, when you're reading, you feel like you are hearing from someone who just gets it. Remember, this is a peer-to-peer resource and not a substitute for medical attention. You can find the site at postpartumprogress.com. You can also find Catherine Stone on Twitter. Follow the link from her website. Thanks for listening to today's tools for finding the information that's right for you, and be sure to listen to Preggy Pals for more great pregnancy tips in the future. That wraps up our show for today. Don't forget, we have a whole team of experts waiting to hear your pregnancy questions. If you have a question, simply call our hotline at 619-866-4775 or email us and we will get your questions answered. Coming up next week, we'll be discussing prenatal testing and genetic counseling. Thanks for listening to Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.